It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I uh, made it to Thursday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, Scooter Dingus on the other side of the concrete. Coming to us live via Google, what is it? Google Meet. Google Meet. Yeah. Is that M-E-A-T? M-E-E-E-T. Oh, okay. You maybe, need some lunch. Meat. Maybe you were Google. I thought maybe you were Google Meat. <laughs> Google Eye Candy. Scooter, Google Eye Candy. I've been called that before. Welcome in. It is Thursday, <laughs> November 2nd. Eminem Cards Hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Thorns text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Stop by Thorns, get your 32-ounce or smaller fountain drink for only 89 cents. 94 cents when you add the tax in, a dollar when you add in your tip, and uh, stop in today. It's a kind of a gorgeous day out there, a little chilly. First day of the year, I've worn long pants, Tony. He usually got shorts on. Even yesterday and the day before, I hung in there. Finally, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Reminds me of a great story. Go ahead. Your Harry Carey story. But <laughs> he looks at Marla Collins, and he goes, Marla's got pants on today. And he <laughs> yeah, couldn't yeah. stop laughing the rest of the inning, and Steve Stone had to call the rest of that inning because <laughs> Harry couldn't stop laughing at his joke. <laughs> Ah, Tony and Big Al's NFL locks coming up. Big Al the Fish, 3-2 and two last week, 22-18 and 18 overall. Uh, let's just put it this way. You're better than Scooter. Well, above 500, it's always good. Above dirt. He is uh, 19 under 500. Uh, he took seven favorites, seven dogs this weekend. So, we'll see. I'm going to guess you guys got a bunch of underdogs again. Uh, would I be... In the ballpark? Uh, you never know. Got to wait and see. That's a tease. Got to wait till the final segment of the show to see Tony and Big Al the Fish's NFL locks. World Series is over. Baseball season is over. Congratulations to your Texas Rangers on a 5 nothing win last night. Really, I know they got beat a whole bunch to one in, a, in one of the games, but a dominant World Series performance by the Rangers. It was, and... Uh... I'm sad for the Fott family, uh, but I got a lot of texts. Uh, people congratulate me being a Rangers fan and them never winning the World Series. Now there's only five teams that have it, won a World Series. All so, right. uh, you know what? That's a good consolation prize. Okay, since you mentioned that, uh, quiz number one today. Name the five teams who haven't won a World Series. Scooter, go first. Uh, Rays. Correct, Tony. I, I saw it last night. Uh, all right, Scooter, can you name the five teams that haven't won a World Series? Uh, the Rays was kind of a lucky guess on guess number it's, one. You're one for one. one for uh, one. I like your football picture, one for one. <laughs> I can't think of any more off the top. Try, of the, try the Brewers. Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres, Seattle Mariners, Colorado Rockies. Wait, Brewers Tampa and Mariners have never won one? That is correct. That's, that's why wild. I, that's why I said those teams. I would have thought for sure the Mariners had won one at some point. It was it's a great trivia question, but like I said, I saw it on the game last night, so it wasn't fair. Here's another one for you. All right. The most recent champions in the major sports, Major League Baseball, Texas Rangers, NBA Denver Nuggets, and NHL Golden Knights of Los the Vegas Golden Knights all won their first ever championship. In franchise history. Wow. Will the NFL complete the sweep? Teams without a Super Bowl win, there are 12 of them. All right. Scooter, you can go first. Giants. 
No, oh no, bad guess. Take, I'm taking it back. Taking it back. Taking it back. Wow. Browns. I don't even know what to say. Browns. Cleveland Browns is uh, correct. Tony? Minnesota Vikings. Correct. You would know that one. <laughs> um, The Jacksonville Jaguars. Correct. Arizona Cardinals. Correct. Uh, Detroit Lions. Correct. Wow. That, that's correct. That's five. Uh, I got to th- you know, you got to think this out. San Diego Chargers. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> correct. Either way is correct. Yes. That's six. We're halfway home. This is going to be a really dumb guess, but Las Vegas Raiders. Incorrect. Oakland Raiders won championships. Gosh, dang it. I knew they Tony, did. Tony, you can win the round with one correct <laughs> guess. Atlanta Falcons. Correct. Dang it. The other teams are the Cincinnati Bengals. I can't believe nobody got the oh, Cincinnati Bengals. Good call. Buffalo Bills. Really? They've lost four, but they haven't won one. Houston Texans. Tennessee Titans, and Carolina Panthers. There you go. Uh, and the teams that have a shot, I guess, Cincinnati, Detroit, Jacksonville, Buffalo. I mean, this could actually happen this year, right? The, the poor people in Buffalo, they've been beat up for a long time. And my Titans, of course, have a legitimate shot right. now that they, they have they, a stud quarterback. Yeah, well, Will Evans carrying him to the promised land. Carrying a stud quarterback until tonight. Oh, bada bing. Steelers are two-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. All right. I've uh, put it off long enough. I've got to talk about it. Bob Knight passes away yesterday at the age of 83, uh, back home in Bloomington. And I know Matt was a love fest. I'm sure the Hoosier Report was a love fest. Look, I'm not, I was never a Bob Knight fan. Tony, you knew my mother. She didn't hate a lot of people. She hated Bobby Knight. Big UK fan. Bled blue. Um, and of course, 75 Kentucky beats Indiana in the final four, 76 Indiana becomes what is to this day, the most recent undefeated team in the NCAA, uh, basketball, 902 wins, three titles in Indiana last perfect season. As I mentioned, 1991 hall of famer, 84 Olympic gold medal. There is no doubt he is one of the best basketball coaches in the history of basketball not just college basketball no doubt about it you cannot tell the story of college basketball without bob knight and that's a measure of greatness if you can tell the story i can tell the story of college basketball without chris mack right i can tell the history of college basketball really without eddie sutton not trying to be mean but i can't I cannot tell the history of college basketball without Bob Knight. If, if you tell it without Chris Mack, you miss some funny anecdotes <laughs> with the Dino Gaudio stuff. Bobby Knight was a great coach. He brought in the motion offense, Tony. The, the picks, setting screens became what everybody do, did. And there, you tried to beat it. Nobody could beat it, so they copied it. That's a sign of greatness. But as great as he was as a coach, he was not a good person. A guy told me a long time ago. If a guy passes away and he was a jerk when he's living, it doesn't mean after he passes away that he wasn't a jerk when he was living. And he was kind of a bully. He wasn't kind of a bully. He was a bully. He was not a good person. He could never control his temper. Ended up fired by Indiana in 2000. Miles Brand, I'm sure, still getting death threats over that. <laughs> um, but you cannot deny the greatness of his coaching. And I will say... The college basketball world lost a great coach yesterday. Tony? I agree, John. Uh, 
I learned the motion offense playing. I yeah. coached it, uh, man-to-man defense with the help of Sat. All the stuff Bob taught was great. But I think the one thing, and I, this, this is not Bob Knight, I think in general, I think when you pass, you want to be people say you were a good person. And I think that's the most important thing. And I think if Bob would have just, you know, I, I saw a thing today. Bob was great with people. But if he didn't like how you treated him. He was on attack mode. Yes. But he would treat you that way. And and it should always be a two-way street, not a one-way yeah. street. And I think that's in any part of life. And I think Bobby Knight would have went down as maybe the greatest coach he is. Yeah. But as a person, it takes a little away. Uh, He's legendary The people anyway, that know him. But he could have been more legendary. Yes, that, right? that, that's the key. He is legendary. He's always going to be legendary. He's going to be an icon in the state of Indiana. People that are not alive yet will hear stories of Bob Knight's greatness as a head coach at Indiana University. That's just a fact. And I think a lot of it goes back to his Army roots. You know, in the old days, you were taught one way. You respected it. You did it. But things changed and he didn't. That's exactly what happened. He was successful at Texas Tech. I didn't realize it when I watched that. He actually was, yeah. He had 420 win seasons at Texas Tech. But it it was just, you got to treat everybody the way you want to be treated. And that's what it comes down to. For every national title, there's a Neil Reed story. For every perfect season, there's a punching a policeman in Puerto Rico story. For every win, for every 902 win story, there's a chair toss, which I still think is hilarious. That's oh, great. And uh, I was watching it. For every gold medal, there is an incident against the USSR team in 1987. I was there. It's the only Indiana game at Assembly Hall I've ever been to. friend of mine, the late friend of mine, Steve Crone, Tony, you remember mm-hmm. Steve? I did. Invited me to go to the game. And... He took his team off the floor early in the second half. He got three technical fouls. And now it's an exhibition game. But the USSR is in the country. It's to promote peace. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to tour to the United States. We're going to bring our Russian national team over here. We're promoting peace. It's the middle of the Cold War here. And this is going to be great. And he gets a couple tees. He gets a third technical. Takes his team off the floor. I'm sitting in the stands. Indiana forfeits the game, which, again, it doesn't matter. It's an exhibition. Kenny Payne probably wishes he'd have forfeited the other night. <laughs> but as he ta- as he's taking his team off the floor, I'm sitting there. People are starting to leave. And I thought, what are we doing? They're going to come back out. You can't just leave. It's an exhibition game. It's a, it's a charity event. It's a peace-building event here. What are we doing? Nope. They're leaving. And I said, why is this okay? I said this to my friend. Why, why? And he said, and I heard other people say, well, that's just Bob. No, that's not a good answer. That's just Bob. I was irate. I, I would have been too. I paid money for this ticket. I wanted to see the Indiana play. Uh, it was 87. They had just won the national championship. Ah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But anyway, the, the look, if you want to read – Great stories about Bobby Knight. Read Rick Bozich. Yeah. It's short, but it's, uh, and if you want to read a nice, really long story, Seth Davis 
did a great job of chronicling his life, not just his career, from when he was young, when he was a high school player, college player at Ohio State. He didn't play much. Army coach and on down the line. Seth Davis is, it's probably, I'm a slow reader, but it's a 30-minute read. I don't know how he put it together. He had to have it in the can waiting to go when Bob died. I, I believe Jay Billis had one great. as well that was really good. Uh, if you want a short little thing uh, that just doesn't necessarily a, – a, really a point of view of somebody that was there at the beginning of his Indiana tenure, the Rick Bozich thing is fantastic. Yeah. I do think you all are being a little harsh on him, though, because there's anybody that knew Bob Knight and was close to Bob Knight would be the first to tell you that Bob Knight – there was two different versions of Bob Knight. You had the a-hole version – and then you had just the good guy version of Bob Knight. So it's unfortunate for him His that— His friends will tell you he's the most loyal person in the world. Exactly. But it's unfortunate for him that now that he's passed, he's he is going to be remembered for all the on-court antics and the stuff he did around the team and with the team and all that stuff. So that's what's going to be remembered ultimately. But I just I like to think that that good guy side should be remembered as well. But And I don't disagree with you, Scoot. I know you're an Indiana fan. You've always been. But, you know, I've always been told you you you, you got to be responsible for your actions. Yeah. And that's all the time. It's not being a good guy sometimes and a bad guy. You should be that way all the time. But you're right. And, and, and anybody you talk to that was close to him will tell you he was great for him. And Calbert Chaney took up for him on the headbutt. I just saw it on the news earlier. Goes over to mad at him, and he headbutts him. Yeah. No, that was uh, Sharon Wilkerson. Oh, it was, it was, was Wilkerson. Okay. I think Cheney was taking up for him, but it was Sharon Wilkerson, okay. the uh, Jeffersonville head coach now. That, and and that in this day and age, if somebody did that. You're done. You're gone. It's not because um, who you are. It's because you don't treat people. You don't do that. Indiana University is partly to blame here because they let him get away with murder until 2000 when they couldn't let him get away with it anymore. Um, well, texter says, look, I've always said I'm going to read a text on the show as long as it's not um, vulgar. I'm going to read it. So here you go. Texter says, Bob Knight is a better man and better coach than you could ever hope to be. You have no reason to badmouth Knight. It will be a while before I listen to you again. Okay. Well, that's that's a fi- That's your opinion. Two sides I have to no every, problem with that. Every, to everyone. I'll take it. And now, yeah, I'm all, now I'm down to 12 listeners, Tony. This is crazy. <laughs> I'll get you one more. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, you're, I'm that, obviously that, you're entitled to your opinion, as am that's I. That's the opinion, John, and, of uh, Indiana yeah, yeah. fans. And that was the that opinion hard, back the in. The old fans. You know what? When he was winning, they didn't get rid of him. Now, that's not just Indiana. Yeah. People win. You find it hard to get rid of him. Uh, he was winning. And once he stopped, once the winning went away, that's when Indiana decided, eh, you know what, I think it's time to part ways here. And that's Indiana's fault. That is IU and the administration's fault. Um, but, again, I will say you can't write the history of college basketball. You can't write the history of great coaches No, you can't. without talking about Bob Knight. He was a great coach. He was an innovative coach. He brought that offense to life before it was a thing. He, he basically invented it. I mean, he got it from some of his Army – uh, mentors. He got it from Claire B. If you read the uh, the Seth Davis article, Claire B. was instrumental in helping him teach him that motion offense and that screen setting offense that was so effective in '81 when they won it with Isaiah Thomas, and '87 the key smart shot, and of course that perfect 
season team with Scott May and Ken Benson and um, Quinn Buckner and on and on and on. That was uh, obviously the last undefeated team of all time. Pretty great team. Let's take a break. We'll come back. World Series dominance last night by the Texas Rangers. NFL football tonight. We'll look ahead to the college slate, local teams. More college football tonight as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Tony and Big Al's NFL lock. Big Al the Fish. I keep forgetting to say the fish. Tony and Big Al the Fish's NFL locks coming up in the third segment today. Uh, rest in peace, Bob Knight. Passed away at 83 yesterday. Texas says, okay, Mr. Spears, we get it. You're not a Bobby Knight fan. Maybe find another topic instead of bashing Bobby. I do want to say this. This is the last thing I'll say on the subject. I would have said these same things two days ago. Okay? I'm not saying anything that I didn't believe before he passed away. I believe everything I said, and I stick with it, and anybody that's not an apologist knows that I'm right. Anybody that knows human nature knows that I'm right. There are bad people in this world. He's not the only one. He's not the only one that was, uh, you know, couldn't control his temper. But, uh, again, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Here's the interesting part. Now this year, you're going to have a whole season of Indiana honoring Bob Knight, as they should, three national championships, 902 victories, Hall of Famer. And you're also going to have a year with Louisville honoring Denny Crum. I got an email from uh, L's media people just two days ago saying, hey, we're going to honor Coach Crum all year long, not just this first game against UMBC when the, they are going to honor Coach Crum. Um, I'm sure Susan will be there. They're going to uh, do the seat like uh, UCLA did John Wooden's seat, his seat in Section 106 that he sat in after he retired. is that Nobody will ever sit in it again. Uh, it'll be a different color than the other seats. So that's I think that's a great way to honor a coach. But, uh, you know, you're going to have a whole year now of Louisville and Indiana honoring their former coach. And uh, it's just ironic that it happened the same year. Right, and uh, the Louisville people are going to stop listening too. I wonder if that was done timing-wise because of how – Things are going with the University of Louisville basketball, or was no, that already planned? I, I would think you do this no I matter what. I would think they, so, too. But my, I think if they're a top-20 team, you're still doing this all year long. I don't disagree. I'm just asking for a friend. By the way, the I'm Kenny, asking for a friend. Kenny Payne show tonight, normally at Roosters, open to the public, a private show tonight. Gee, I wonder why. And the thing that came out wonder, on Cal, all the coaches around here got things <laughs> going on. I don't know why you uh, wouldn't just go to Roosters and answer the questions of the fans like you normally do on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday night. Oh, maybe it's because you lost to Kentucky Wesley, right? Don't want to get hit by a chicken wing. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be a long year at the, the Yum Center from what I've witnessed, not only this past Monday, but the Simmons game as well. Hey, good thing you've got your Bellerman gig this year so you don't have to go to all <laughs> Boy, of Boy, that's a perfect year to have that. <laughs> You'll be at the Ooh, Yum Center. I will be on up. press row, November 29th. They're not going to the game. They're not going to stick baby up in the corner anymore. They might if I keep talking bad about them. <laughs> they might if anybody listens to this program. Uh, all right, World Series last night: Texas five, Arizona nothing. It was one nothing going into the eighth. 
It was also a no-hitter for Zach Gallon of Arizona, Tony, after six innings. He couldn't have pitched any better. They just couldn't score any runs. They had 106 guys in scoring position last night. 0 for 10 Ugh. with runners in scoring position. The base was loaded twice, and the Diamondbacks could not score. And Zach Gallon was as good he as was Zach great. Gallon's ever been. Uh, Corey Seager, MVP, becomes the second position player to win two World Series MVPs. You know who the other one is? Reggie. Reggie. Mr. October. So do we now have to call Corey Seager Mr. October Jr.? I don't think he wants that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, Nathan Evaldi, 5-0 and in the postseason. That's pretty good. Six innings, four hits, five walks. He had four walks the entire postseason until last night he had five. But he also struck out five and didn't allow a run, obviously. First World Series for this franchise, they began in 1961 as the Washington Senators. 72, they moved to Arlington, Texas. They opened, I was at the stadium this year. That's so why I, they won I it. like to feel like I had a little something to do with this title. I did go to a Rockies-Rangers game in uh, May. Bruce Bochy, fourth title as a manager, three in San Francisco in 2010, 2012, 2014. He also took the Padres uh, to the World Series. He's taken three teams to the World Series now, Tony. He's won with two of those teams. Automatic Hall of Famer here, Bruce Bochy. Yeah, definitely. My thought process last night was, does the manager make that big a difference? He came in, he said he got the phone call in Nashville from Chris Young. He was sitting there. And he kind of was wanting to get back in. And as you looked at it, thought this team can be good and never expected this. I know that. But does the manager make that big a difference? I, I think the bigger difference is the $550 million in contracts that they gave to Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and John Gray. I think that makes a much bigger difference than who the manager is. But I do think, look. There's something What there. he did with San Francisco, they weren't the best team in baseball when they won it. There's something there to be said for what Bruce Bochy brings to a team. Yeah, there's some way about handling things and, and, and doing things in a clubhouse that are huge. You know, they, they expected Jacob DeGrom to be their guy. Yeah. You know, they pick up Max yeah. Scherzer. He get, he's out forever. So yeah. when you really look back at what the Rangers the did, too. yeah, what the Rangers did, and they had guys hurt during the year too, just like Seager was out for a while. And, and Both but, teams were wild cards. It, I, I go back to baseball is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Philadelphia beat Arizona 10 nothing in game two of that series to go up 2-0, there's no way anybody thought for a second Arizona was going to be in the World Series. And and what happened? Last night, it's one nothing. They're going to the eighth, and I just thought I really thought Arizona's going to figure out a way to win this game, and then it's game on because, you know, you got Merrill Kelly pitching game six. He pitched great in game two. You've got uh, anybody out. The the philosophy has always been anybody can win a game seven. Uh, but they just couldn't get it done last night. And I give Texas all the credit. Uh, Arizona, I give them a lot of credit for just getting there. you got to remember, you're in the same uh, league with the Dodgers, the Braves, um, the Brewers, throw the Phillies in there, and somehow you get to the World Series. It, and it was, look, it was a short World Series because it was only five games. It was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, but Fox couldn't have been happy. The ratings no, were no, no, really no. down. Yeah. The second, and I believe last night's game was one of the lowest watched. 
maybe in history well, because of the teams. Yeah. And that's what Fox didn't like. They they would have liked seven games just to stretch it out. But uh, well, if you're Fox, you want Yankees Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. It's that simple. You want Yankees Dodgers or Yankees Mets. Mets. Or you know maybe a Chicago team in there. You right. want the big market, and you didn't. You wanted Houston to beat Texas. That didn't happen. Uh, you wanted Philadelphia to beat Arizona. That didn't happen. So well, Air, Phoenix and Dallas are big markets, but not are. big baseball markets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tony, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Oh my God, Scooter's still here. I oh. am. Uh, so I'm extremely happy for the Rangers. I, I love that they were able to get the World Series title. But some part of me is really peeved about Max Scherzer. Getting another World Series ring. He told when the me dude, this before the show. Dude pitched eight games for the Rangers this season. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on Max Scherzer. How, are you happy for Max Scherzer? I, I could care less what Max Scherzer <laughs> does. Say, you know what? I really thought it was a great move getting him because you, the can, bull, you can't the, get a pitcher like that. But the, bullpen, yeah. the bullpen catcher gets a ring. Yeah, but he does. 25th guy on the roster gets a ring. He did more than Max Scherzer did this year. And you hated when you saw Bruce Bochy hugging Max out on the field. But, no, you know what? It's just part of it. There's guys that deserve it. There's guys, you know. What is with the Max Scherzer hatred there? I don't know. I like Max Max Scherzer. I just think that's such a cheapskate way to get another World Series. You know what? Just that's the way it happens. You can't you know, do anything about it. Would you, if Houston had won it all, would you be mad at Justin Verlander because they picked him up late, took him from the Mets too? Yeah, it'd be the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. All right, I just want to want you to be fair here. That's sports in general now, unfortunately. All right, the Rangers are one of three teams now that to win the World Series two years after losing 100 games. Can you name the other two? And I'm going to give you the first one, 1914 Boston Braves. I don't think oh, you're going to have that. That's the one I knew. Gosh dang it. We talked about this two weeks ago, and I can't Marlins. remember the team. No, nope, that's a good guess. But this is a very famous team. Yankees. No. Well, not, that, that's as famous no, as it not, gets. I mean, this, is a, uh, this team had a nickname oh. like that. It started with Miracle. Oh, Mets. The Mets, 1969. Yep. The Miracle Mets are the uh, – it's only three teams. That's – Give Chris Young a lot of credit, Tony. That is an unbelievable turnaround. I know you signed some big-name free agents, but some of the guys that contributed to this, Nathan Nivaldi was he was, a good, he was a good pitcher on the Red Sox, yep. but the Red Sox didn't want him anymore. Uh, and then you had young guys like Evan Carter, Josh Young, Jacob Jonah Heim. These are guys that are going to be around if they can They're going to be around, and these are guys that they brought up through their system. So – yeah, you get the Seegers and the Simeons and the John Grays and the Max Scherzers, and you and you pay for them. But they did a lot of this the right, the old-fashioned way too. What about the arms on Garcia? It uh, did you see when they yeah, showed him? He's got some guns. Goodness gracious! And that's that's how he threw the guy out at home from right center the other night. He uh, yeah, look, they lost him to a abdominal injury. They lost Scherzer. Same game. And somehow still won the next two games. So, I, you know, I, again, I go back to Bochy here. I go back to Tori Lovello, I think, did a great job this season. a phenomenal season. job. That's a mismatch managerially. It really is. And Lovello might end up being one of the best managers in the league 10 years from now. But that was a mismatch. And the difference in the two is Lovello does the modern everything's by the book, by, uh, you know, analytics. And Bochy, I think, is more by just feel. I was surprised last night when he brought Chapman in the seventh inning. That was different. All year, comes in the eighth. it had been Sabors, then Chapman, and then LeClerc. 
He went Chapman seven, took put Sabors in during the eighth inning after with two outs, I think, in the eighth inning, and then finished with Sabors. Of course, the lead went from three to five, so he didn't have to pitch Leclerc unless there became a situation where he had to pitch Leclerc. But he left Sabors in there. Sabor, I had a guy ask me today. How how do these guys whose ERA all year are over five come in and pitch this way in the in the in the playoffs? And I go, are you talking about Sabors? He says, that's exactly who I'm talking about. The guy was not a good pitcher during the regular season. He wasn't a guy that was the seventh inning. You're coming in and you're getting them out in the seventh inning. That's your job. He was he was almost a mop up guy middle midway through the season. Well, you know what I told you when more I, I sent you text. So He's Smores got and nasty. Stuff slider and it, but he would bounce it most of the time it yes, wouldn't even be close did. so nobody would swing at it and when him and chapman came in later in the year i'm like they're gonna lose tony was scared he would text me up oh, chapman's in gonna, gonna blow this game because they don't throw strikes and you can't have guys at the end of the game not throwing strikes but you know sometimes you just get on a roll and everything yeah, works well, me, that's what baseball is whoever's hot Billy's last year to get to the world series Go there's ahead. certain athletes though that they aren't at their best until the lights are shining the brightest, and maybe he's yeah. one of those guys. I don't disagree with that. Sabors? <laughs> I mean, his well, name starts with an S and a B. Nobody else's <laughs> name. What, a, what is that? But when you throw 97, 98, and you got a breaking ball like and a that, cutter. as long as you can yeah. throw it over the plate, you're pretty good normally. Tennessee and Pittsburgh tonight, Titans. Uh, uh, who cares about that one? Tony Will Levis last week. <laughs> Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Give him a grade for me. And and can he keep it going? He looks he looks the part. Size wise, arm wise, he looks the part. Is he the Tennessee quarterback now until you know, five years, eight years from now? I turned on the Pat McAtee show yesterday for a little bit and they were talking about somebody in that organization, a player, telling them, We got this guy in here that we love that he's gonna be good. That they knew and it. they were talking about Levis. I just don't think they wanted to bring him on. Marcus Mariota, 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 whatever. You say and Fran Tarkington were the yeah. only other two guys to throw four touchdowns in their first With no interception. Game. Yep. Um, he was impressive. Steelers are four and three. Steelers just somehow win, you know. I defense, had a Steeler defense. fan tell me earlier in the year, Scooter, that uh, oh, we got rid of Mike Tomlin. That's ludicrous. I said, what are you talking ludicrous. about? We haven't won a Super Bowl since. You probably know. I don't even know what year he told me. Was it 2009? Whatever. Was that the last Whatever one? it was. The Arizona game. Or 10, I guess. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Why would you? He doesn't have losing season. Well, we're, we're about winning a Super Bowl. This team's four and three. With, a, Kenny, with a Kenny Pickett sometimes playing quarterback. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Steelers You're wrong. Steelers fans' mindsets in regards to Mike Tomlin is eerily reminiscent of Kentucky's mindset with John Calipari. I thought he was going to say Tubby Smith because I thought he was going to say make it racial. Oh, I did. I did. I thought you might think that some Steeler fans don't like Mike Tomlin, A, because he's no. not Chuck Noll, and B, because he's not uh, Bill Cowher. No, it's it's just the mindset of we have to win a championship right. every the, single year. Can, can, that, that's and it's like that's not expect. realistic. No, and that that's called get to fanatic. a Super Bowl, or that's, if you're cow, get to a Final Four. What's a fan? A fanatic. Yeah, that is and short for fanatic. But it is. Uh, Pittsburgh's two and a half. Scooter took the uh, Steelers uh, as he always does in his picks. Is this part of the NFL locks today? No. So who you like tonight? Uh, if I'm going with the system, I'm going with the Titans tonight. Yeah, I like the Titans tonight too. 
Uh, and it's it's sort of a, I think Levis, even though he's not going to throw four with no interceptions tonight, but I think he is the guy. I think he's better than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think he's going to be a lot better than Ryan Tannehill. And look, they could have went with Malik Willis, mm -hmm. and they didn't. They said, let's go with, with Levis. I think there's something there. Uh, but first and foremost tonight, they're going to try to say, here, Derek, run over to this Pittsburgh defense if you can. I'll tell you this. I looked it up earlier on the one that I go to site, heavy betting where? on the Steelers. And you, and you always like it the other way. Yes. Over under 37. That's an ugly number, yeah. Scoots. 37. It's going to be a boring one. Go this, under, are they only then. playing three quarters? What are they doing here? 37. Well, I mean, you got to think the Steelers are probably, they'll put up 20 and cover that number, cover, cover the two and a half. So, I mean, I'm thinking oh, 20, so 2017, 2017. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a boring game. Is Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota uh, Gophers playing in that game <laughs> against Iowa? Oh, 12 to 10, baby. All right, let's take a break. Tony and Big Al, the Fishes, NFL locks coming up. We'll also touch on the local college football slate for this weekend. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Thursday. Thornton's text line still open. 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number. 414-1450. Two texts today, Tony. Both uh, hated me. What's new? If I want to be hated, I'll just go home. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Where's the drum run? Where's the uh, rim shot there, Scooter? Come on, man. <laughs> Help me out. That wasn't a good joke, though. Your wife wouldn't hate you. Nah, I love my wife. Nice she's lady. A, she's the greatest. As far as you know. Uh, college football tonight, Tony. Oh, uh, had, had some action last night. Had it, some ACC action. I watched um, some. I watched a lot of World Series. Did both action go over? Can I finish? Sorry. <laughs> no, they did not. Unfortunately for me, no, they did not. First one missed. Uh, no, the first one went over. It was first only one went 40. Over. Yeah, it was low. I oh, looked was it up. Yeah. What was the second one then? It, it must have been way up there. No, it, it, they were on it going no, into no. the fourth quarter. I take it back. Uh, they did both go over. Okay. Yeah, yeah they both they went over. I, I turned that one off when it was 27 to 10, Kent, because I had Akron. Uh, Akron ended up covering by half a point. <laughs> Wasn't that one and but seven Bowling against Green one State, and seven? Bowling Green State did not cover. That was my loser. It was one and seven against one and seven. And remember Akron, Scooter, you and I remember them. Tony should remember them. Kentucky beat them. Indiana beat them. Yep. Indiana took four overtimes to beat them, but Indiana beat them. <laughs> I might have to look up the attendance on that one on a Wednesday both night. Those games, one and seven. By the way, both those seven. games were over 40. Over under was 40. Maction numbers have been really low this year. Um, more Maction tonight, but there's also Big 12 game, mm -hmm. ACC game tonight. TCU at Texas Red Tech. Raiders. Uh, Wake Forest at Duke tonight. Duke trying to bounce back from that Louisville loss. Uh, I, I love Duke tonight. Six and a half point favorite. I think it's a bounce back night. And South Alabama at Troy. So no action tonight. That's the big game. Why is that the big game? USA's four and four, Troy six and two. Oh, it's just a big one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love his reasoning. Oh, it's just it just is. Um Lakers won last night in overtime. If you stayed up late enough and scooter, I know you didn't. Nope. 
They beat the Clippers, and James Harden still sitting 130 to 125 in overtime. LeBron kind of took over that game. What about the collapse in the first game? Uh, the first game collapsed. My thunder. Oh, man. They were they, up 22. They were up big early. It was a 60, point. 60 to 20 run in like a nine minute span. And Zion and the boys with a nice come from behind 110 106 victory. My Celtics put up 155 last night on the. Pacers. That was a whooping. I woke up. I saw that score this morning. That's I was an like, AB, holy smoke. Oh, that's an ABA score. Alex English playing that game? <laughs> I'm the only one laughs because I'm the only one old enough to know who Alex English is in this room except for Tony. Jason Tatum had 30 points, 12 rebounds, didn't play the fourth quarter. Um, they got, Look, when you got 155, you got a whole lot of points from a whole lot of guys. Uh, and, and the Pacers did. aren't that bad. They're not. They're 2-2. Two and two. They started out strong this season, but that game was 44 to 27 after a quarter. It was 75 to 54 at halftime. And then the Celtics said, ah, let's just put an 80 spot up in the second half. Wow. Whew. 155. All right. Um, before we get to Tony and Big, Big Al the Fishes, NFL locks. And I know you're waiting for them, Buck and Iroquois. Um, Wisconsin, Indiana, Tony, quickly your thoughts. Wisconsin's nine and a half at IU, noon start on the Big Ten. Tony, wake up. We're talking about Indiana football. Big Ten Network here. I like Indiana. Uh, Whoa. You're taking the nine and I'm a half? I'm going to take the point. They look good last week. They didn't look great. but Every squirrel finds a nut. Scooter, I don't want them to look great. Just look good. Look competitive. And they look competitive last week. And Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. You talk about boring. Who's the most boring team in the Big Ten? Scooter, I'll let you go first. Uh, it's got to be Minnesota. Not Iowa? I'll go Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, they're they're close. Is that a push? Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Wisconsin's right there. They're close. They are. Northwestern, Illinois. Now if we're talking basketball, Wisconsin's There the are answer. some great teams in the Big Ten. Well, okay, there are two great teams in the Big Ten. Man, there's some bo- – Michigan State's boring now. They're terrible. <sighs> 3.30, Virginia Tech at Louisville. Hokies are four and four. Louisville's a nine and a half point favorite on the ACC network. Should they be worried at the uh, LNN Federal Credit Union Stadium? I don't week? think so, John. I think if it was in Blacksburg, it'd be a different thing. But they've never played in Blacksburg. Wow, they have that. Inner Sandman. They've ne- Louisville has been in this league for seven, eight years. They've never played in Blacksburg. You ever seen the the beginning of a? Virginia Tech yes. game at place. It's great. That is crazy. Uh, so Louisville covers, you think? Yes. Nine and a half? I think they will. Scooter? I do not think they cover. I, I think they win. I just I don't think they cover. No. Uh, the last time they won a big game, they sure laid an egg the they next did. time out. Uh, 7.30 SEC Network, Kentucky at Mississippi State. I know UK is a four-point favorite, but, man, I don't feel good if I'm a Kentucky fan right now. You've lost three in a row. You go, you're going to a place where Mark Stoops has historically not had his team ready to play. Is that fair? Or at least they haven't played well. I, I agree with that on everything you said. The spread's gone from three to four, so that's a good thing yeah. if you're a Kentucky fan. And Will Rogers, I heard, is not going to play, and their starting running back is probably not going to play either. And they have not been scoring points. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had a 7-3 to three game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. All right, let's go. let's get to it. It's NFL pick time. Scooter picked his uh, 14 games yesterday. Seven favorites, seven underdogs. But before we get to Tony and Al, Scooter, you want to flip them off? No. 
I'm good. I'm feeling really good this week. Oh, I thought God. you said flip him off, flip you off. Feeling Man, really good. That. You want to flip those games. <laughs> so he's going to stick with them. Tony, I'm going to have to tell you. I'm not going to let you know who he picked. So I'll tell you after your picks how many of you agree with Scooter on. Okay. All right. Here they are, Tony and Big Al the Fishes, five NFL locks for week number nine. Arizona at Cleveland. We have it at seven in the hook. Well, you got to take the Cardinals, right? We're taking the Cardinals. Everybody's taking Cleveland. We decided that uh, we'll take the worst teams in football. They traded Josh Dobbs, right? Yes, they I don't did know who to the Vikings. I don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. I heard, but uh, is Deshaun Watson it. playing this week? Do Do we know, believe Scooter? so. I don't think he's. Playing I don't think so either. No. So Arizona plus seven and a half. Clayton Toon show. At get started. Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. Everybody was taking Cleveland, so we get stuck with Arizona. Get again. stuck with them. You're four games over five hundred. You've been stuck pretty well so far this year. Okay, Washington at New England. Three and five Commanders who traded Chase Young and Montez Sweat this week. New England and is a three Patriots. and a half point favorite at home. You're taking New England. We are. I knew it. Given points. Because the, the theory is, how is New England favoring this game? Right? Mm -hmm. How is New England favoring against anybody? And the Commander Skins team, whatever they are. <laughs> Commander uh, Skins, I like that. You haven't uh, heard that? No, the I Commander Skins actually yeah. played Philly tough last week. Yeah. Had a but, chance to win. But they've gotten rid of a few of their defense players. Tell me there, there's yeah. something going on there. So, yeah, Riverboat Ron is in trouble. That that new owner, he's he's going to clean house. Yeah, so we're going with the uh, Belichick boys there. All right. And then we have Tampa at Houston. Let me just say, they're giving points in, in a game. Excuse That's me. big. Yeah, that is big. Uh, Tampa Bay at Houston, both teams three and four. Tampa three, Bay three is and a half is our hook. It's three and a half? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I got have. it at two and a half. This could be a, this could be a middle here, Scoot. But anyway, you got uh, Houston minus three and a half. Yep, we're going to take Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's the one that uh, Tony likes. Baker Tony. Mayfield, plus three and a half against uh, C.J. Stroud, who's played well at home, by the way. He has, and uh, we've been on Houston most of the year. Those are three 1 o'clock games. Are we staying at 1 o'clock here? We're going to go with Los Angeles. Rams at Green Bay. That is another 1 o'clock game. Rams three and five. Packers are Okay, I know what he's going to take because I'm going to say it right here. Packers have been terrible. Yeah, Packers are minus three and a minus half. Minus three and a half. We're going with the pack. Yeah, they're giving points again. This might be the first week they've given points in more than one game. And, and that worked out last week with the yeah. Chargers, by the way. And, oh, yeah. They Green blew. Bay minus three and a half against the Rams. Dallas at Philly. Finally a late game to hedge if you went at those yep. first four. Three and a half, Philly's favorite in ours. Uh, you gotta like uh, you gotta like Philly. Everybody loves Dallas. No, everybody, oh, you like everybody Dallas? loves Philly. Really? The picks, man. We're taking Dallas. Look at look at four of the games. What are the point spreads? Three and a half on four of them. There was another one. There was another one, but we, we didn't want to go with it. Uh, Indiana, Carolina. Well, there was two of them. That, and I uh, don't know. I don't. Uh, know. Cincinnati and and uh no i got that one down to two now it, it went it did but it's but well, we do it earlier in the week we so, don't do it today. arizona plus seven and a half at cleveland new england at home minus three and a half against washington tampa bay at houston tampa plus three and a half green bay at home minus three and a half against the rams and finally dallas on the road plus three and a half at philadelphia game of the week there dallas philadelphia uh buffalo cincinnati I'll sunday night football i'll be there you're going i will be with my son 
Oh, man. We're heading up to Cincy, baby, for That's the That's a great game. game. It is. That's a great game. Who you like here? Ah, gosh, you know what? I like Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's been playing great lately. Yeah. Ever I, since, I guess he's healed. I mean, I don't know. I guess his leg feels okay. Well, Cincinnati has not been good early in the year, the last few years. And then they've come on. Last year, yeah, they, they started right. out struggling. You're right. And there, there's just something there. I don't know. I like Zach Taylor. And I told my fam, my brother-in-law and my cousins, uh, uh, my big, nephews. They were season ticket yeah, holders. And I told him, uh, I said, look, be patient with him. He's going to be good. And then he takes him to the Super Bowl. So he made me look good. He did make you look good. But who do you like? You like the Bengals this week. I do like the Bengals. Um, That's the. It's a big game for DeMar both Hamlin of those teams, too, John. Tony. Oh, that is the DeMar Hamlin game. You're right. That's a big game for both of these teams. Buffalo can't afford to get to five and four here. And the Bengals in that division, if they get to four and four, if Baltimore wins, this, if Pittsburgh wins tonight, Baltimore wins this week, they're way behind the eight ball halfway through the season. Yeah, uh, and it, it's it's the game, if you ask me, yeah, and that, that's yeah. the perfect one to get a couple tickets to. Dallas and Philly, I think they're both going to be in the playoffs regardless of who wins this game. Um, but Buffalo-Cincinnati, this it's not a loser-leave town, but in the AFC, which is a lot deeper, four losses at this time of the season – could be devastating. Yeah, it definitely can be. Um, underrated game, and I said this yesterday, Seattle with Baltimore. Seahawks are 5-2 and two with Geno Smith. Baltimore 6-2. and two. Right now, in my opinion, uh, Scooter loves value bets. I'm putting, Baltimore, Here we go. I'm putting Baltimore in a Super Bowl. What's the spread on that game? What do you have? Five and a half, Baltimore's favorite. Lamar's been great. He has. He hasn't just been good. He's been great. And it, you know you what? Maybe Seattle, it's not right? just a value bet, Scooter. Maybe it's just a good, solid bet. There you go. We don't know the number, so I can't tell you. You know what was value. a value bet back in uh, back in at the beginning of the playoffs? Texas to win the World Series. That was yep. a value bet. I didn't make it, but that was a value <laughs> bet. Arizona to get to the World Series, that was a value bet. I didn't make that one either. But What do you think about my value bet? And I don't bet many. Uh, <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers? No. I don't think well, it's good. Well, hey, hey, they, they won the other night. They got that's Connor, two. They got Connor McDavid back. That's the big thing. And, John, that's not my value bet. Tony. My, <laughs> Miami Dolphins. You bet uh, them for me. I did bet them for you. What do you think? Any chance? Uh, I think they're too inconsistent. I think so, too. But I went value, Scooter, when I picked him. I was looking for value because uh, I listen to John way too much. <laughs> yeah, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> All right, so Tony texts me right before the National Hockey League season begins. Hey, I heard something. I don't, I don't remember what he said. I heard something. Bet the Edmonton Oilers to win it all for us. Okay, so I go do that. They are 2-5-1. and one. Yikes. Their best players been out. <laughs> The last couple of games. Connor McDavid is one of the best players in hockey. Yeah. That's fair. First game they remember the first game, oh, that's Scooter? The, the, you you gotta one. tell everybody this. Eight to one they got beat. Yeah. They were oh, just getting loose. Do you watch so you watch any soccer? Uh, I mean I mean hockey. Bit. It's hockey. Hockey. Right? Yeah, hockey, right? a little a little bit. Not much. Did you watch the Heritage you game? You do watch the other hockey, night? right? Did you watch the Heritage game? Nope. Calgary and Edmonton. Don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, it was on, I believe, Sunday night, one of them. It was outdoors. It was awesome. And you know who won that game? The uh, Edmonton Oilers, baby. I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say the, the Heritage team won that game. I don't even know. That's as Come much on. hockey as doing? you'll probably talk all year. Ed will not be in studio tomorrow. Tony, you're, you're invited. I know you're busy tomorrow, but you're invited. I might slip in if I'm not busy. 
Thanks for listening. Rest in peace, Bob Knight. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Edge.